I'm Dominic West. I play Jimmy McNulty. And who are you, Mike? Uh, that handsome guy right there. <laughs> Michael K. Williams. Omar. Gun-toting. Ain't working out for Boyfriend-having Omar. <laughs> gay icon. <laughs> Homo thug. Excuse me. Nothing, Homo nothing, thug. nothing gay about Omar. Homo thug. <laughs> Homo thug. There he is. Aries. And this is your boyfriend, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same dude, different name as well. Have fun this scene, man. A lot of fun this scene. It's actually one of my most favorite scenes. It's all good. See, back in middle school and all, I used to love them myths. Stuff was deep. Truly. The scene is um, when Omar goes to testify against um, Bird in the case from him shooting the uh, working man in season one. Oh, yeah, and we went out shopping to get your clothes. Infamous tie. State calls Omar What's Donna's last name in wardrobe? Dunno. She made the tie. Yeah, that's handmade. Handmade tie right there. Omar's handmade tie. It's Peter Garrity with his lines underneath the desk. You, you see that line there? To tell the truth, his crib sheet. The whole truth yeah. But the truth, so help you God. Never remembered a line in his entire career. <laughs> State your name for the record. <laughs> Omar Devon Little. Mr. Little, how old that are you? That's great, this scene. About 29, they're about. And where do you live? No place in particular, man. You're homeless? Yeah, you know what I love this scene so the most? And what working is with you and Wendell Pierce, man. I had the most fun, guy. Oh, at the end? I enjoy working exactly with you the best because you, you make me laugh. Rip and run. I had my best fun on scenes with you and Wendell. And exactly how long has this been your occupation, Mr. Little? Well, I don't know exactly. I've been to the say maybe about eight or nine years. How many times do you do this? Mr. Little, how does it You know, I was a little delirious because Idris and I hung out. You see, he's sleeping right there, right? Idris <laughs> <laughs> and I hung out the night before. Oh, yeah? Oh, God. This was your big scene? You're, you're completely hungover. <laughs> totally hungover. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Eye drops, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the oh, great yeah. thing about it, you know, you can be in any state you like. When you walk to the garden, Acting in TV is the easiest thing in the world. You you gotta watch you just call for makeup and they put eye drops in your face and you look beautiful. A little airbrushing. <laughs> There's always a liability working with Idris. Why? He has a few sort of preparatory procedures. Uh, he gets himself prepared for a scene, and sometimes he gets you involved in those as well. You know? you oh, yeah, I've gotten involved with a couple of times. <laughs> Him and his Guinness seat. Hey, Dominic, which music did you like the best? The season one or the season two? It's the same song, but they changed it a little bit. Season two is Tom Waits. Yeah, season one was the Blind Boys of Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the Blind Boys anymore. <laughs> I, I think I like them, you know. I think so too. But it's Tom Waits' song. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, he wrote the song. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think they covered it. That's Idris Hand. Is it? Yeah. That's Zippers. Anthony Hemingway. That's Anthony Hemingway. First Egghead. Yeah, first AD. <laughs> Trying to pretend to be one of the actors. Putting an actor out of a job there. Shame on you, Anthony. Directed by Steve Schilt, who is the driest 
English guy you could meet and is in the opening shot of The Last well, Temptation of Christ playing the Centurion. The panning shot, and you get his very dry English voice. Then you suddenly find Steve Schill in a Centurion's helmet. Serious? Looking so daft. He's a dope director. I like him. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Or maybe he's hiding it. Well, the union is also a little threadbare. They paid the taxes on Interesting top there for Dom Lombardozzi. Yeah, very bright. Colorful. Primary. IBS books are open to the Justice Department under terms of a federal racketeering. You know how many people are taken back when I tell them that Carl you, Washington, Idris, and Clark Peters are all from um, England, have English like backgrounds? The books show that there's less than a hundred. That's true, yeah. British backgrounds, yeah. yeah. Well, Clark's from New York, but he's lived in London for 30 years. Oh, that cocky definitely rubs off on him. Yeah? Yeah, you hear it when you give him a couple. It'll start to leak out a little bit. <laughs> a little British accent. I remember being intimidated so much by Seth. Seth yeah, me too. I couldn't speak to him for the first year. Oh, God, I was so intimidated by him, man. His training is like, oh, God. Yeah. I never realized he was such a pushover. Yeah, you know? You know, he looks frightening and it's just a girl. The great Amy Ryan right there. Yeah, man. And not much in the way of cell numbers or pay phones either. What's with those hand-to-hands? Anything connect? We're buying from a lot of white boys. O'Donnell Heights, Greektown, Highland Town, above the park. Seems like this take about eight hours to do. Lots of people in that horrible room. Yeah, this is probably about four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean... They monitor. I a lot of phone calls here. Just turn this off. Oh, I, I gave up a long time ago. Gave up what? Answering that phone. <laughs> long lost cousins, huh? <laughs> All wanting tickets for the premiere tonight. But of course. Yeah. How many people do you bring in? You know, of course, the legendary mummy. <laughs> mummy will be. Your mum? Yeah, she's coming. Is she? Yeah, she'll be here tonight. Oh, fantastic. Coming over from. From Harrisburg, yeah. She drove oh, in right, yesterday to be here today for this. She doesn't live in the Bahamas anymore. No. Still love the Queen, yeah? Still love the Queen. Quite right. And you. <laughs> I'll just smack your bottom. <laughs> now, Officer Russell here and Buck Morland are assigned to homicide. Before the time being, they'll be with us, running the Ford database to a computer looking for any pattern involving contraband. Questions? You know, this second season... It's like, um, I knew that there were, you know, white people in Baltimore that lived this life and had this type of culture, but I'd never seen it until, like, a couple of weeks ago. I was uh, driving around with a friend of mine. He works with the youth in Baltimore. Like, uh, he's a parolee for the youth out there, and he had to visit a kid in this poor white neighborhood, and I could not believe it was like a hood setting, all the trappings of a nice African-American hood neighborhood. It's all white people. Yeah. I mean, on drugs, selling drugs. I had never seen that so in my life. We're not talking trailer park. It was a Baltimore hood. That could have been any color there. It would just happen to be white people. I never in my life seen that. Where is it? Dundalk? In Baltimore. I don't even know the area. Actually, I know it was east. It was way far east and maybe, I think, a little further south. Many times before, had you not? It was sad. I mean, the kids, the same type of degradation. I'd never seen that. It made me appreciate second season a lot more after seeing that that really does exist. I mean, seeing with your naked eye is something different. Yeah, yeah. 
I saw testers being given out for the first time this season. Hanging out with my partner who works, he has to go in these neighborhoods to check on his kids that are paroled to him. Right. I said, wait, what's going on? I said, people run into like this one air, like birds, like you're throwing breadcrumbs out. He said, oh, testers. I was like, you gotta be joking me. <laughs> testers for the fiends to test yeah, the drugs? Test. I said, we don't do that in New York. York. They don't do that in New York. The drug is like, man, you cop and go. <laughs> testers. So testers, you get it for free, yeah? Yeah, it's like a little test to, you know, get you uh, loafing, yeah. keep you coming back. Little loyalty card. Yeah. I mean, I knew the man, but it wasn't like he was no friend or nothing. So you would have no trouble recognizing him from a moderate distance, say 20, 25 yards in daylight? Oh, no, no problem. Mr. Little, do you recognize this particular weapon? Yeah, that's Bird's gun, the 3 8. What's the story with Bird? Fred Rostar, yeah. Fred Rostar, man. Good friend of mine. Love that brother. Good person. Him and Sticky. He's a musician? Yeah, rapper, rap rapper. star. He was in a very, very, very famous uh, group in the 90s called Onyx. Them shiny little pistols. Objection, Your Honor. And the boy too trifling to throw it off even after a daytime murder. Defendant will regain control. He will be forcibly restrained and I will clear the court. The witness's last answer is to be stricken and disregarded by the jury. Who's that handsome devil? I don't know. I think his name is Dominic West. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, about him. I miss Pablo, man. I miss Pablo. I miss Pablo's wife or girlfriend as well. Yeah, boy, boy. Yeah. Nice I thought, the knockers on her. I, that open <laughs> scene. I thought that was the episode we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> the most fantastic, gratuitous shot of a woman's breast in, oh, in TV history. Breasts are beautiful. Amazing. And Bob Colesbury yeah. cast her off a video, fully clothed, and they had no idea until she took her top off that they were, you know... Yeah, I holding the eighth bet, wonder of the world. I bet you didn't, there, Bob. God bless your soul. <laughs> you have the chemicals. I can get them as much as you want. When Paul Ben Victor, that guy on the left. I know one thing. Since I've met him on the set, it's so weird. He's all over my television. Said so I can't get away from him. Every time I turn around, he's in something. I was like, wow, I didn't know he. He's been busy. Yeah, you know, yeah he's been around for a minute. A lot of good work. right. Zeke fucked up the package. So, you bring us the chemical, we pay, then you pay your debt. It was 2700 right? Do you see Pablo's five minutes of fame in a Manchurian? No. <laughs> His brother's in it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, big bro, give me a part in there. <laughs> Dial it the first three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> How did he die? He shot in the face. <laughs> You're dead. What, by some other six foot five guy? Actually, How did they reach his face? You saw the Manchurian thing. I haven't seen it yet, no. Oh, well, in the beginning, they all, they all get shot by Denzel? No. Either Denzel or his brother shoots him. Those are the stars of the movie. Liev, Liev and Denzel's their right. flick. Liev's Pablo's brother. The Schreiber boys. They rival with you, you know that, right? Oh, do they? Oh, totally. They totally rival. I bet. Mr. Little. Can I ask why you came forward in this case? I told the police what I know. 
Were you offered anything in exchange? A lot of people come to me and they, when they walk up to me, like they think the scar is makeup. And they're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's real. It's real. Yeah. It's just, you know, barroom brawl, basically. Well, the way you got it. Yeah, the way. 21st birthday, wasn't it? 25th. 25th? Yeah. So how long way to spend your birthday? Yeah. Assault by pointing. Robbery. Deadly weapon. Possession of a handgun again, followed by violation of parole on weapon charges, followed by one count of attempted murder and use of a handgun in commission of a felony. That wasn't no attempt murder. What was it, Mr. Little? I shot the boy Mike Mike in his hind parts, that all. <laughs> Is that jury reacting to you doing that? Were you off camera or were you in your trailer having food brought to you? and? You mean the taping of them reacting? Yeah. I think I was different. You don't like to do off-camera stuff, do you? Oh, I don't mind at all. I don't mind. No, I'm kidding. I mean, when it's like, <laughs> you get me in trouble. <laughs> well, I don't mind. <laughs> I thought you only, used to, you only did on-camera stuff, you know. You were in your trailer when everyone else was doing their shot. You're joking, right? No, I'm joking. Of course, oh, I know. Of course I am. Yeah. Picture Nina going for that, huh? Get <laughs> your ass in here now. <laughs> Nina's Michael, this guy Michael's sister. Yeah. She's the producer. Why should we believe your What about the uh, the fashions? Because you work quite hard on those. I work very hard on the I fashions. I remember those weird socks you Yeah, the you candy wore. cane socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's body note. That's Baltimore. What, the 6X t-shirts that look like my mother would wear for a nightgown? When were the 6X shirts worn in Brooklyn last? Or were they never worn I've in Brooklyn? I've never seen that sold anywhere but like from Baltimore, maybe further yeah. south. But the first time I saw it was actually in Baltimore, a T-shirt size 6X. I've never seen that. Housing project parking lot and then lie to the police about it, would you not? And look, I never put my gun on no citizen. I think that mine coming up is one of the most important lines. What, when you put it back on him? Oh, God. I mean, David Simon, Ed Burns, yo, he'll get props for that. from those who themselves are stealing the lifeblood from our city. You are a parasite who leeches off Just like you, the culture man. of drugs. Excuse me? What? Nice reaction. I got the shotgun. We got the briefcase. It's on the game, though, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> great moment. Never so true. Yeah. Great moment. And you did it brilliantly. What it is, yeah, thank you can you. really consider coming in 10, 20% below asking and still feel competitive. Even on the Hamburg Street address? Absolutely. I have to admit, I like the house. McNaughty, ever the kid, ever the boy at heart. This is really embarrassing. Callie did a great job of pretending that it was actually funny what I was doing. It might have been funny first time, but it certainly wasn't funny 20th time off. I can imagine. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's great. I don't think those other two actors ever knew what was going on, but they must have done. Thank you. I'll see you then. You are a child. You know that? You know, you guys make a great couple. Thank you very much. Come on, stop it. Why not? This is the episode where we make a great coupling. Oh, look, it started raining. Look, look it's raining outside. Ah, sunshine. Come on, Elena. 
I'm not sure the rain's there though. I think the rain was a bit of a continuity problem. Do you think you or me Nautino will ever get back together? No, it's all done. Okay. Hope I'm not giving anything away there, but yeah, no, it's all done. Yeah. So how that DC game, man? You get a bit of Idris's London accent, I hope, don't you? It pops out of him every now and then. Call it drama city nowadays. Otherwise, same old Gogo, same old Bamas. Same suit. Just reheated, know what I'm saying? Who's that? If you need anything I don't know, like never met him. Happen, you gotta get it yourself. <laughs> I can't go to my That's because of the cost of 500. Basically. Though, reaching all the way past Baltimore with this kind of work. Then we got a real mystery going on, don't we? Don't worry. No mistakes. Nothing that might come back on you. You sure your people? My cousin up in there. He on it. Right. I can't stand that go-go shit anyhow. Ain't heard a lot of it. I know a club in Oxen Hill that will wreck y'all. Alright. What are you talking about? Go-go music in DC. Talking about? Oh. I'm on the way. So, how you doing? Nursing school right now. Good. That's good. Hang on, That's just been pushing here? me, you know. Well, Kim is actually it. trying to check her out. Kind of what I know. Saying like, you know. Yeah. Kim was like, yeah, you know, what I'm saying so anyway, good. <laughs> about some girls, Russian, or from that part of the world. Ones from the circuit, yeah. She's got a degree from Harvard, didn't she? Wendy. Wendy, yeah. Wendy's an amazing person and a phenomenal actor. And I really would like to see her really do more stuff. She's a really sweet girl and she's very talented. Thank you, Detective. Nothing further. Anything more on redirect, Miss Nathan? No, Your Honor. Let's take ten minutes Wendell and then Pierce, run the, the mayor of New Orleans, AKA my big brother. I've adopted him as my brother. Oh yeah. Oh man. He showed me how to do California. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, where'd damn. you go? With where didn't we go? <laughs> Wendell showed he showed me how, me to, how do to do New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we went down for Mardi Gras, and then we went down for the, uh, was it the Essence Festival? And, yeah, uh, with the Essence, yeah. Oh, fuck, that was I so mad on, I wasn't there. I went, I went on stage with Wendell, and there were, what, 90,000 African-Americans in that big stadium there. Wendell did all the talking, thank God, mm -hmm. and eventually I said, yeah, you've got to watch this episode this Sunday, because it's a real cracker. Ouch. And 90,000 black people sort of went, what did that guy just this say? This is a real cracker. <laughs> and Wendell started laughing, and I said, what's wrong? Why? What did I say? He said, did you just say cracker? <laughs> I said, what does that mean? He said, crackers and redneck. I went, oh, God. It doesn't mean that in England. I meant firecracker. You know what I mean? <laughs> Chris Ashworth. That's Chris. Sergey. Chris. He's from Virginia, and he went into the audition talking in this Russian accent. And they never doubted that he was Russian. Russian. Yeah. Never. We had a funny night with him. Chris and two nurses. <laughs> night nurse? <laughs> and she was Method Man. I mean, he wasn't there, but she was going, oh, yeah, Method Man's in the show. And I went, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From then on, we were in. I bet that's right. You know, sit there and pout? I know you don't think I'm going down to that club just to look at pussy. I know you know me better than that. 
It's Melanie. Melanie, looking. yeah. Everybody's looking. She had a baby boy, right? Yeah. yeah. Most of them women are dykes. Who's you been know, in the show? Police work. What? They worked so the sub in the show? Well, she gets pregnant and has a baby. I never saw the episode where she actually had the baby. Yeah, well, I think they're doing it on this season. This yeah. season, that's why I can't yeah. hear. Right, 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 right. All right, rehab. All right, promises. We talked about this. No, you talked. I didn't get a word in edgewise once you made up your mind. Where you going? With you. Excuse me? Who knows? I might see a little something I happen to like. So all that's on the table. Right now, there's money in a transfer budget for the grain pier. Also, a bond issue that pays for maintenance stretching on the main shipping channel. But not the canal? Nope, not the canal. For that, we're going to have to fight a little Chris longer. Chris Bauer in a fat suit. So says Frank. That was a fat suit? Yeah, he's wearing a fat suit. We're lucky if we pull out the grain pier. Be that as it Underneath may, that is yeah. a lot of padding. Serious? Yeah. At the rap party, I was like, wow, you so thinned out. <laughs> Look at it, fat suit. Yeah. So where y'all find the cash? I've been robbing liquor stores two weeks. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, we got some help from the national office on this, and there have been some timely donations from a few friends here and there. The point My is, favorite dot character is um, to see the Shorty in the back there. Year, What's his name? A couple hundred more ships a year at least. If. Which one? I'm going to show you. They will go back if to him. 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 Oh, God, Horse I face. love him. Horse face. Horse face, yeah. Charlie Scalies. Oh, God, I got an art sign. Imagine being cast to play someone called Horseface. <laughs> Perfect, though. He's classic. He's classic. You ever, like, pay attention to his walk? No. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> he has this walk. It's incredible. The money only goes so far. Now we got to make some noise, right? Make some noise. Make some noise. Enough talk. Some of you's got ships to work in the morning. The rest of you need to be drunk. I'll drink to that. <laughs> from the national office, huh? Yeah, right. Timely donations from friends. Watch your ass, Frank. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. A sign of times to come, huh? This is it? Uh, yeah. Just picked it up from the port administrator. So what am I looking for? This is definitely 5 o'clock in the morning. The the Look, Wendell can barely keep his eyes open. Poor baby. Boxes or containers. This one's being offloaded and set on a chassis. Here's the time. See, I'm lucky. My shots hours. gotta be done in a day. I know. Yeah. You're dealing with sunlight. <laughs> you are lucky because this room, they fill it with smoke. I don't know why they have all this smoke. You can never see it. You never see it. Fill it with smoke and they can go all night on a Friday. That's fun. So it's always Friday night going to Saturday morning. Serious? Oh, it's a tough Post life, you know. It's not easy. AQQZ as a number. Check digit seven. That's the container number of the can with the women in it. See that? It's never entered by the checker, so as far as the computer's concerned, it for? no longer exists. <laughs> and it's a box that says you don't find that, these uh, <laughs> computer graphics about down, loading container ships interesting? Accurate. Do not set me up. <laughs> you should try acting with them. <laughs> oh, man, Dominic, you're cruel. 
out on the docks. But Tom, the guy who does all the technology stuff, all the computer graphics and all that, there's one guy who's called Tom Farmer, and poor guy, he spends months, he goes on courses with the FBI, and he finds out the latest technology, and finds all the software, and he puts all this shit together. And then they only ever put in half a second of these graphics that he finds. And he's always running around tearing his hair out because he never gets the screen time that he deserves. See if there's a pattern. Well, how many ships are we talking about? Hundreds. It ain't like I got a prayer of bringing this case in otherwise. That's what I'm talking about. Right. What's up, bro? Nothing. Yeah, you look like you're about to be sick or something. I, I just can't look at him. Ever been to a duty boss? Yeah, sure. Not with women. You sure you're not gonna have a problem for talking to us? Anyway? I don't give a shit. You friends with Chardine, all that matters. Besides, I'm from Westport, and I told them club owners straight up. I was here before them hoes got here, and they better make sure I'm here after they leave. So, how long ago did they come through? Six months back was the last batch. Rush I love this scene. Think, but I love her. Well, yeah, she's awesome. She's amazing. Who brought him? Club owner pays extra for him. Wendy Grantham, was woman, I believe was her name. She was like the madam who handled the cash, but I ain't get a name. She rushing too? She was something. She had an accent. So it's like <laughs> yeah, she's one day all She's absolutely girls. brilliant. And the next, what, all foreign girls? Mm-hmm, that's about right. They was making so much money with them new girls, they started letting some of their regular dancers go. Not me, because I mean, I got clients. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. Where'd the girls say? Well, they told shit. They ain't here legally. They don't know shit. They ain't got no family. The men they got handling them are always with them. Right there to take them from whatever motel you're using to the club and back. <laughs> <laughs> right outside the fucking motel door when they're up there in the motel rooms with the Johns. Anyone try to get away? You ever meet her? Never met her. I've seen one of them get lit up with one of them stun guns just for going down the block to get some dinner. I mean, they barely let them girls go to the bathroom by themselves. And if they see one getting too close to the Johns, that's when they move the whole crew to another town, you know? Keep it so they don't get no help. What a great scene. You up after the next song? Push my numbers then. I gotta go get paid, honey. I know that's you need right. anything else? <laughs> I'll tell Chardin you said hi. I bet you will, Kimo. She must be doing good to be out for so long. She must have landed a rich one. I love her first line in the scene. That's what I'm talking about. You heard her, girl? Yeah. I wouldn't let mine come in here either without me. These bitches in here are no joke. (laughs) (laughs) Give her the Emmy. (laughs) She's going to come back. You really got to bring her back. Mm-mm-mm. Larry. Larry. This is his last scene. Last scene. God damn, he was the best actor of anyone. There's something about him I just really miss. Was it what? His Benz? He what? never wrote inside the Benz. No. What did he spend about seventy grand on it? Went with Andre to Amsterdam. And uh, all the cabs in Amsterdam are, are Benzes. Benzes, yeah. So uh, Andre was taking pictures of him, calling up Larry every time. Hey, 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 you know, you just get that car, you stick a cab sign on it, because they're all cabs <laughs> over here. <laughs> 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 
Andre Royo. <laughs> Only Dre. <laughs> That's genuine. Oh, yeah. No difficulty acting that bit. No. 13 of them. They had about a third of that space hidden behind a fake wall. A few flashlights, some junk food, some water, a portable toilet they had to share. And not enough air. I'm going to schedule sentencing for the third week of next month. Do you remember month? when we were doing that scene outside the courthouse and she kept tripping over the sandbag? And you wouldn't wonder would not let me stop laughing. <laughs> the, the scene coming up? Yeah, after when this you one. come out? When she comes out, she kept tripping up in the sandbag. And we asked that an appeal bond be set so that he can participate fully in this investigation. An appeal bond on a conviction of first degree murder? Mr. Levy, get a grip on yourself. Your Honor. Not only will there be no bond pending sentencing, but as far as I'm concerned, the pre-sentencing report is a mere formality. Mr. Hilton has been found guilty of killing a state's witness who testified in this very courtroom. He did so in cold blood and for pay. Unless the pre-sentence report indicates that he is... So he's going to look down a minute, look at his lines. He will very likely and be sentenced... Look, he's looking at his lines. He's lying, remembering it, remembering it, memory. It. Shot comes back to him. Yeah. I did a film with Peter about 10 years ago. Can't remember nothing. Funniest man in the... Oh, yeah. Christ come back to Earth? Um, Who's your daddy now? See yeah. Here we are. Was yeah. Tripping on the sandbag. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> You see the smile on your when face? Wes was laughing. Wes was laughing. You're trying not to laugh. Oh, God. She's trying to stand up. Now for the ceremonial life, fuck. You come see me down a cut, you punk ass snitch. I shove a shit down your cocksucking throat. You think on it, bird. You think on Brandy while you're doing that time, you heard? I'm gonna say you, man. I swear to God. You really see him shoot the man? I've been working on that accent for three years now and I still can't get it right, but they didn't want me to do a Baltimore accent because they said apparently in Homicide they used to get regular calls if anyone had a Baltimore accent saying, is this guy retarded? And so I wanted to do a Baltimore accent, but they said, no, just do a general East Coast. And they got me a dialect coach called Betty Ann Leesburg Lang. We used to have regular sessions in the first season, but I haven't seen it for a while now. I had to work on my accent, my Baltimore accent. Oh, you do Baltimore? You do Baltimore? Do you believe that? Man, you crazy. If <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Omar right? do a Baltimore accent, boy, that's his man we talking about, man. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I worked in a Baltimore accent. I oh, like, shit, I didn't realize. I had to work you, hard. Are you got a Baltimore accent in that? You I can't hear it. I can't oh, hear it. I talk nothing I can't tell like the Baltimore. difference. Yeah, you know, it's how we do. We do what we do down in Baltimore. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would spend hours in this place called Lexington Market and oh, yeah. on Saratoga. I would just sit there and have crab cakes and Faileys. Like about two hours, just sit there and listen to people's conversations. 
it's crazy. It's not completely south because, you know, it's not as drawn out as southern and it's not fast like New York, but it has a northern undertone. So there's a certain chop. Like, you know, we say dog, they say Doug. Oh, yeah? They'll call a dog a Doug. 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 There's a lot of little different slangs, you know what I'm saying? But um, the basic dialect is southern choppy. Do the African-Americans say the A sound? Or is that just white when it's A? Oh, that's, that's white Baltimore. That's white Baltimore. Yeah. White Baltimore is a whole other world from black Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. He was who he was. And he did what he did. And because he wasn't ready to get real with the story... That shit caught up to him. I mean, I think, anyway. Have you ever heard Wendell's party chant? Ain't no party like it. What? No, not that one. It's hotter than the motherfucker Sorry, in here. It's hotter. You ever heard that one? No. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, dear, look at that. Now nah, he's real, Jeffrey Fugget, right, Fugit. I kept out. calling him Fugget. He's a real <laughs> cop, he's a Marine <laughs> cop. With you tomorrow, Dixie. You got something else to do today? Yeah, last bit of business. Well, this is your business. Now this is retirement, and after today, I'm retired. Talk when I say. Not before. Tovarish, Sergey, my nigga. <laughs> You're losing weight. Shit. You're down to nothing. In this country, supermarkets are cathedrals. I worry for you, buddy. How your people Virginia. Virginian accent. Virginian and he's, I mean, he was, you know, he's in the militia in Virginia. Thing, right? You know, he's backwards Virginia. <laughs> straight, like, that cracker. <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, that's my boy. He's straight up, you know, good old boy. man with the raggedy-ass Camaro. Wasn't mine, it was my cousin's. Wasn't all that raggedy. Sorry. Nick is with us, his cousin. But the family cannot be helped. Who you tell prop Joe. I got motherfucking I'm nephews prop Joe. He's a sweetheart, man. Yeah? Yeah. He's from Baltimore, yeah. Yeah, like Baltimore. And go to church every Sunday. Does he? Walks with his Bible, very, very spiritual. Yeah, that's my boy. He's also a trained actor. Robert F. Chu. Very good actor. But it ain't like cheese being a position out on that corner. To let your cuz exemplify. That's the theater circuit in Baltimore yeah. a lot too. Isn't man, something a little bit Oh man. Boy, Amazing. We want to pay what we yeah, yeah, Twenty seven anyway. And we're gonna have it soon enough. Your man doubled it though. He also burned the car. Now the blue book on that Camaro is fifty one. Now let me understand. You gonna come up in here having fucked up a package, asking me to tell Cheese who you fucked it up on. To pay you out $2,400. He gets to keep the Camaro. Just how good a friend is this motherfucker to y'all? So they got him on Christian TV. <laughs> Not his prop job, of course. <laughs> Cheese ain't gonna be happy having to pay me back. So I would advise y'all 
to give him some distance. Just so we don't come back on my cousin. Anyway, thanks for being straight on this. Fool. If it wasn't for Sergey here, you and your cuz both would be cadaverous motherfuckers. I went through INS, customs, even the State Department. There was nothing. Well, it's time, Jimmy. You did what you could, right? You see the eyelashes moving. She's a stunt Serious? woman. Yeah, she's great. Stunt woman. She's fantastic. But the eyelashes moving. I'm afraid yeah, so. On a dead woman. This one to the anatomy board in the morning. Jane Doe on the paperwork. Ain't right, Doc. What the fuck ever is. The worst venue of all is the um, coroner's office. The first season we were in the real one. Oh, do we not creep out each other? Oh, God. It's underground. There's something underground, in the air. Yeah. And everyone breaking out in hives because of something in the atmosphere. You could see the little drains. Oh, all the yeah, blood and, and brain bits on the floor. It burn. was, oh, God, it was gruesome. What the hell was wrong? Yeah, we had to shoot the scene when we had to go and identify Brandon's body. That's right. Yeah, that, that was, was our first scene together, wasn't it? Yeah. Was yep. I want you home, Dean. You asked me to carry this, I'm carrying it. This is mine, right here, right now. Oh, you ain't listening to me. I am telling Ma. you. Ma, Ma, remember we used to live on Linden Avenue? Remember Another that phenomenal house? actor. Michael Hyatt. I was about Her name is Michael? Six, yeah. Seven years old. Oh, shit. Was playing on a porch. She's from Jamaica. Jamaica the island? Yeah. Say word. Yeah. She got a West Indian accent? Yeah. She's amazing. I, never, I haven't met her yet, neither. I did a scene with her. Just done it. Serious? Yeah, she's fantastic. Oh, God, I love her. Trying to get inside, and you standing right there to open the door. Except you ain't letting me inside. You told me to go back out there and fight him. Whether I lose or not. They kicked your ass. Number. They beat the shit out of you. <laughs> then you say to me, boy, I might have brung you into this world. But you the one who gonna have to live in it. Well, Ma. The casting was I'm great on this, man. They even resemble me. That would be something. You gotta let me live like I need to live. You tell Avon, Stringer, and Donnette. All of them. Leave me be. Leave me be. Mm. Mother and son. That was intense. Yeah. That's the assassin, isn't it? Yeah, that's him. Shit, I didn't realize they killed him right after he'd seen his, his mother. Yeah, that's that's you know got my my skin is goosing right now, yeah. man. Damn. All right, look, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the bar. Motherfucking right. <laughs> we had a scene with him the other day, and we're standing around rehearsing. He said, Okay, we'll just read the lines. The next line was Wendell's. The director said, So where's Bunk? I said, He's in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone else that to read it. 
Frankie. Boats we get down in Annapolis tonight, Frankie. Been here long? Since my hair was brown. <laughs> I was telling Chess about uh, Benny. Benny with the hair lip. That's a good one. <laughs> See, Benny was working. There he is, as your man. Yeah, I love him. Chumper still clocked him good, but he didn't tell nobody. Yeah, not till he came in here. <laughs> That's when Little Nose called Benny to call the union lawyer. Paul Sever. God rest his soul. Ziggy. Yeah. Yeah. Ziggy. Great. Yeah, Ziggy great. I wanted to see him in some more stuff too. You working frozen food again, Paul What's Ziggy's real name? James Ransom. I thought that was James and Troy on the poster. With Brad. Oh yeah. Orlando Bloom. They, 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 they do look alike. Like, wow, they do Ziggy. look alike. Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. So James can act. Ouch. <laughs> Next round's on me. Not for me, I'm gonna head out. Oh, come on, man. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Come on, Not hotter than me in a trench coat with a bulletproof vest. Oh, yeah? <sighs> and that one as well, huh? Makes 22. You're outside, you're all right. All in the baking sun, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> in August. In August, yeah. yeah. Gonna call Bunk? Uh, Detective Moreland is indisposed. <laughs> you with Daniels and them? Uh, no. We just plugged the computer down there. We're orphaned, man. Orphan? Yeah. Rawls is talking like if I don't come home with 14 clearances. I can't come home at all. Less than two. Where's the love, Jimmy? Where is the mother fucking love? Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no dry firing, right? <laughs> Had he yeah. shot the gun, that would been considered a dry fire? Yeah. Is that right? No, a dry fire is when you pull the trigger with the no bullets in it, right? But had he had pulled that gun just now, you would have had to explain why he had to fire his um firearm, right? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, right? That's police procedure. I noticed McNulty was trying not to get him to do it. Like, dude, you crazy? That's paperwork. <laughs> oh, really? That's what I'm guessing, the way, like... Oh, I wish you told me that at the time, because all I was thinking was, don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> I got that from when um Prez Paluski... Fired his gun. Fired the wall. He had to and fill out a report. Pit, right? Yeah. I don't give a fuck, right? Like, you should have told me that at the time, Mike. Oh. Elena and I are going to try again. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm done <laughs> fucking myself up, Bunch. I am done. Wow. <laughs> got the drink handy, getting to get paid for it. Uh, got the oh, best job. Come on, damn it. <laughs> Look at my 80s leather jacket. He is not over that car like a beach whale. (laughs) (laughs) 
Over here, shipbird. What the hell happened to you? This caught something. How many times? A couple of minutes ago, we just saw mother and son. Now we're seeing father and son. Two totally different situations. Two different cultures. I guess David's in his message is like, you know, the people might be different, but the story to say, I guess, you know, still a father loves his son as the way that mother loves her son. I guess they'll kind of do anything to help him. Yeah, great. What the fuck are you about? What? Is that my son lighting $100 bills like an asshole in a bar full of working stiffs? Really well lit, this bit. Gorgeous. Just a smile. A smile? Yep. Smile. You want to hit so me again? How do you get cast? Go ahead. What was your casting? Take a shot. Me? Yeah. In New York with Alexa Fogel. Got a phone call. You know you ain't had the day. There's a part. Oh, definitely not. I went and I read for it. And um, they put Did you know it before? No, I, I hadn't even heard anything about the wire. I didn't know anything about it. I never met David. No. I just put myself on tape in New York in Alexa Fogel's office. They sent it to Baltimore. And I was telling a couple of friends, yeah, I just remember this thing called the wire. And everybody was like, Wood Harris, Wood Harris, Wood Harris, Wood Harris. Wood Harris. Yeah. Just Wood Harris. I'm like, who the fuck is Wood Harris? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I never met David. It's like my third day at work. He ran up on me, and I was like, who's sweating that run up on me? <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, you know, I'm the creator of the show. I'm like, oh, shit. I remember you. I remember him saying that, uh, had he known that what he was going to see in the dailies was going to be what it was, he would have made us his wild bunch, making a reference to that classic Western. Yeah. yeah and I was like, oh, okay. For which, which scene? This was um, season one. It was a night scene. I forget exactly what the scene was. Pollock, six opinions. I remember when you all went down to pick at them. Wild Bunch and um, like the man who shot Liberty Vowles right. and that time frame Western. That's where um, a lot of like Omar stuff is, is kind of patented. It's kind of it's a little Western scene. It's a little classic. Yeah. Damn, I never realized that. I didn't know it either. We had to go and do some research, you know, after talking with David and Ed over the years, they tell you that stuff. And it really didn't come full circle to me until um, the past two scenes I did in this season, I saw it. I was like, you could actually see. I was like, oh, wait a minute, okay, this could very easily be 1930-something in the middle of the desert, somewhere in some Midwest, white people, the same guns, man. The vibration was exactly the same. I was like, okay, this is real writing here. Anybody could be in this scene. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I never knew. That's great. I didn't know it neither. You look like a gunslinger. Well, you are a gunslinger. Yeah, gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dominic. Every one of those post-its is a can that disappears when it's being offloaded. The yellow slips, they show up again with legitimate cargo intact and are re-entered, so you figure those are honest mistakes. With the pink and the green, those cans never come back. They stay out of the computer for good. And the pink one, like the can full of dead girls, they're all from the same shipping line, Talco. And on all of them, the same checker, this guy, Thomas Pacusa. How'd they find your way across the waters? I put myself on tape you were not in London, and uh, I had my girlfriend reading the other part, you know, and I put myself on tape, and um, it was about 2 o'clock in the morning, I knew I had to get it off in the morning, and I'm doing my best Robert De Niro impression, and my girlfriend couldn't stop laughing, you know, because it sounded so stupid. <laughs> so I had to put her out the room, and... Um, I didn't have anyone else to read the other part, so I just left a gap. 
and read my lines and then left a gap for where the everyone else's lines were. And they, they sent off the tape and um, David said they then put the tape on and they just broke out laughing because they suddenly realized, you know, this guy's on his own in a room and leaving gaps for the other people to speak. They thought it was so funny they got me over and within a week I was going around with the police. I was standing next to this guy who'd been shot eight times, twice in the head, was still alive and was standing in the trauma unit in the hospital. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell am I doing? Myself <laughs> into, what am I doing here? Standing there pretending to be a cop with all the family sitting around. If they'd known I was an actor from England, can you imagine? Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was a pretty weird month for me. I can imagine. Man, that's dedication. I like that. The whole, like, putting yourself on tape by yourself. Yeah. People don't know the stuff that goes in to, you know what I mean? Chance, yeah. I'm trying to use what we do with this detail to get a major case squad going. I'll come up out of here with all those open files. It doesn't smell as sweet. So what's the next move on this? We cloned the computer and start watching what's happening on the docks in real time. <laughs> what's he doing? Dry heaving. <laughs> Look at Lance. Lance Reddick, another beautiful actor. It's Wood. It's the great Wood Harris. They set this up so Good ugly. Man. The last time he sees his mom, last time he sees his uncle. Look at the shot. Look at the camera. Pull away. That's death right there. It's showing you death with the camera angle. Mmm. Time you see your nephew. Just wine, huh? I like the way they're bringing all that back for season three. Oh, God, I'm loving it. No Jamesons. <laughs> Not the restaurant scenes, the, <laughs> the Angelo <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I deserve that one, too. Even though I'm not doing much of that anymore, either. Anything else? Oh, I'm crikey, sorry, yeah, this is the love scene. I know where it still comes from. I mean, it's been a year, right? Uh, you deserve to be angry. What's the point? I think you and her have much better chemistry than uh, than the promise. How's work? <laughs> I couldn't take that first love scene. Oh, <laughs> well, that was ridiculous. That was that was horrible. Peter Mellick directing on satin sheets, shouting at us, "Climax now!" You're joking. <laughs> yeah, we're shouting, "Climax now!" Excuse me. And I said, "Listen, just give me a lead-in before you want me to." You know. <laughs> so he said, "Okay, I'll get." How long do you want? I said, well, "I don't know, a couple of beats." So he's coming around because the camera was coming around the whole bed, around the satin sheets, and he says, um, "Okay, get ready to climax." And he, in his joking, climax now. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do it all in post anyway, because all you could hear on the original track was Peter Menak shouting, "Climax now!" So it was one of those. I felt like a porn star getting in the boo going. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, this is much more sexy. This is the second best gratuitous boob shot in the whole scene. Oh, it's so, so sexy. I don't know. When Sonya Song took her tits out in um, season one, that's pretty hot. I got a lot of phone calls on that. Did she? I forgot she did that. Yeah, in the sex scene with um, Kim's lover. No, you know, um, what's the name wasn't going for that? Melanie. Melanie, please. I think she's a little phobic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Callie had that idea for that love scene. That was great. You and Kyla grew that you have a great chemistry together. It felt well, it real. Was, her idea was that she gets 
the ex-husband cop back to the house and she pops him an ecstasy pill. Wow. Then they shag among the kids' toys on the... Anyway, it was pretty sick, her idea, but it was, I liked it. I bet you did. But, <laughs> but David didn't go for it, so we ended up just with that bit. But every sex scene I have, I'm never on top. Because <laughs> hmm. I don't want my little white ass <laughs> in full view. You get letters saying, you know, why is McNulty always underneath? 60, 70,000. Nick, he's, he's offering, like, three, four times the value. I'm out on this. Nick, That's Jeff, props guy. Uh, you ever meet him? With Johnny 50? Yeah. That's my boy. Me, him, and Chris Bauer and Andre Royal were together the night that um, Rob Coldberry died. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where were you? At the bar for the party for I Enjoyed Angels. I mean, we were at the bar. Wow. Nikki. I can turn that package around, no problem. Was Jeff drinking gin? I know I was drinking Cavassier. <laughs> you were. Yeah, that was in my cup. I got the call from Andre. I walked with my daughter to school. It was the next morning. The next morning? Yeah, when Andre called to tell me about Bob. Hey, girl. What do we do with the day? Me? Oh, uh, I gotta pick up the boys from the sitter. Funny scene. Okay. Yeah, but it's Great. like, it lets you know that, you know, women could be a little ruthless, too, you know what I mean? No Damn right. Do something after that. She just threw him out the house. <laughs> you know? I don't want the boys to know that you were here. Wham, bam, thank you, sir, you know what I mean? So... You need to leave. Scooby? <laughs> leave? <laughs> oh, dear, here we go. I felt bad for him, though. Who? For McNulty in that scene. Oh, right. I kind of genuinely feel bad for him. Not sorry for him, but I kind of felt it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was hoping it would look funnier. Trying to make him sort of incredibly complacent and pleased with himself in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the man? The way he sets it up to look like a suicide. Have you ever heard of that method before? Yeah. Somebody tying a belt around their neck. Yo, man, y'all, y'all didn't get any final calls. But if it was a suicide, cash, how can putting a belt around your neck and then tying it to a doorknob right, choke you? Right you put your hands in your pockets and then I think you pull down. I mean, it doesn't work on this because the doorknob isn't high enough for it. Oh, okay. But presumably it is a method that can work. Anyway. Such a frightening scene. Just his facial expressions.
You know, I'm not man enough to admit that when I first saw this, I got a little misty-eyed here. I'm not man enough to admit that. Yeah, it's terrible. This is ugly. Real ugly. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, everyone was saying, you know, the one bit of hope in the whole. Yeah, they killed the one good guy. Yeah. They kill him. Mm-hmm. David said, yeah, there's no room for hope in my show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unfortunately, that's how I went down them streets in Baltimore. There was no hope left. This shit has got to be traumatizing with people's moms and whatnot. Like I know Larry's mother was like, I can't watch this scene. <laughs> I was I like, bet. That's I my bet. baby under there by that door. And his wife hey, wasn't. Shit, you're trying to carry me, John? No, man. Good, that guy. Yeah, very good. Rest in peace, Robert Colesbury. Yeah. And so, of course, I just want to thank people who are still with us. I wouldn't be here unless Alexa Fogg had put a phone call out to me and um, David Simon, Ed Burns, Neil Noble. I want to say thank you, man. Appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. Everybody over at HBO. Yeah, Nina and David and Ed have had a tough time since Bob died. And yeah. they pulled it off this, they pulled this it off. last season. They pulled it off doing his job as well as their own. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, big ups to them. That's right. Once again, this is Michael K. Williams, a.k.a. Omar from the HBO series The Wire. I want to say to everybody out there, thank you for your support. Round three, hope is uh, well-received. Once again, thank you for the love and support. Yeah, damn right. Let's have lots of people find this, and I hope you enjoy it, because I think it's the best TV there is. So... Thanks a lot for watching and keep supporting. This is Dominic West, Jimmy McNulty, and Mike saying bye. Peace.